Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the 1 of the Second Photography Podcast. I just want to say that this episode is sponsored by purpleport.com. So I'm sat here with an Olympus TG5, so an Olympus Tough camera, and I'm going to talk about it. So I've managed to get my hands on an Olympus Tough camera, and I must say I'm incredibly impressed with it. So it's an incredibly rugged build. Now this is sort of an action camera. It's not quite an action camera. So when we talk about action cameras, we generally think of things like GoPros, maybe an RX0 from Sony, something that's small, can fit on a a helmet can be mounted on a surfboard that sort of thing takes video and has a very wide field of view and is used to capture you skiing snowboarding diving etc they're generally waterproof come in protective housing i would say is not an action camera i would say is a tough camera and there is a distinction in that it's waterproof to 15 meters and of course you can buy an extra case to make it waterproof to a lower depth and it's shockproof 2.1 meters and of course you're never going to really try this out you're never going to submerge it more than you're advised to to test it and oh look it's not waterproof to 15 meters oh, oh no it's waterproof to 15 meters but it's not waterproof to 16 and you're never going to go dropping it to test it so you never know for sure but that's what it's advised as it feels a really solid construction but it is a compact camera and I do like taking a compact camera out with me. It's got quite a nice grip, feels quite solid in the hand. So I would say that it's not an action cam because I'm not going to stick this on a surfboard. I'm not going to stick this on my helmets when I do my extreme sports. But I am going to take this with me when I go hiking. And I might take it with me when I've got a beach holiday. In fact, I probably would take it with me when I've, if I've got a beach holiday. It's not as small and maybe not as mountable as an action camera but it's a cer certainly a better camera so let's look at the specs of it so let's look at the specs of it so we've got a four times optical zoom starting at 25 millimeters in full frame 35 millimeter terms going out to 100 the lens is f2 to f4.9 and obviously the f-stop increases as you zoom in it does 4k video it does 1080 high speed at 120 frames it does time lapses it does something called logging it's got gps it's got wi-fi it's got a flash and it's got a nifty little led on the front and it's got a microscope mode which is really a dedicated macro mode and it comes in a tough form factor and is waterproof who is this camera for well this camera really i think is for family this camera is for people who go on holiday or have families or do a bit of hiking or that sort of thing generally getting out there and being active in a place where you wouldn't want to get your phone out if that makes sense it's got a 12 megapixel sensor and of course it can do 4k and 1080 video most people would say well that's what my phone can do taking a picture with your phone is more difficult but also you're not going to really want to get your phone out i don't think anyone's going to want to go diving to the bottom of the sea get their phone out unlock it go to the camera app focus on something it's, it's just not going to happen it's not only not only is it not practical but phones have become so ingrained in our daily lives that i don't think i'd want to lose mine so i certainly wouldn't want to take mine to the bottom of the ocean I certainly wouldn't want to get mine out while I'm on, on a ski holiday or, or at the beach. It comes with a strap that you put around your wrists, which I think is a good idea. Your thumb sits on this nice sort of plastic bit that's curved in and designed for a thumb. Next to that is the record button for video. And on the front, there's a slight grip that sticks out. So you can easily hold this in one hand. You can zoom, change settings, take your picture, do some video all in one hand 
without any trouble. And actually that's what's good about it. It's incredibly easy to use one-handed. So at the top, we've got a dial that moves and that is for selecting your values. You've got your conventional sort of D-pad. At the back, you've got a, a dial to change mode and we've got aperture priority mode, program mode, auto mode, a scene select, microscope mode, fish mode which is for using underwater video mode and we've got two custom modes where you can sort of save settings and things like that so it's actually really easy to put it in the right mode change your setting and take your image or take your video also what i quite like is you don't need a lens cap for this so can you imagine stopping on your skis or just about to jump into the ocean and you need to take your lens cap off no you don't need to with this you don't need a lens cap with this although i've actually gone and got i've actually put a lens cap on it because i don't i'm putting it in and out of my pocket quite a lot and i don't want to scratch it so you can do everything on the top it's got You've got two stereo microphones and you've got this off and log switch. And what that's for is you can turn logging on and when you go on your hike, it logs you using GPS. So you can use it as a tracker sort of thing. Moving around the body, we've got this secure sort of anchor point to put the wrist strap. We've got a tripod mount down the bottom and we've got two flaps. We've got two sort of entry points into the camera, both of which have two buttons or two latches to open. So at the bottom, We've got our battery that goes inside and we've got where our memory card goes. And inside the latch to access that, there is waterproof sealing, which is rubber. And I must point out, if you do take it to the beach or you do do some adventure with it, you should always clean around these seals because they're the one thing that stops water getting in your camera. And on the side, we've got exactly the same again, another latch which springs out. And that's where your USB slot and your HDMI slot is. And again, requires two latches to seal this up and it's got rubber water sealing in. So it just means it's not going to come undone. You're not going to get any water in it when you're underwater or skiing or whatever it is you're doing so i'm going to turn it on now turns on and boots up really quickly what i like about this camera is you've got manual controls not full manual controls because it's aperture priority and that's the most control you've got but it does focus really quick looking at the settings in aperture priority mode down the side you've got this quick menu you've got image stabilization on or off you've got various flash modes now this can remotely trigger flash using the olympus flash system and flash is built for olympus and you've got a variety of things you can do with a flash at the moment it's just off but you can have an auto you can manually set the values you can have remote control you can turn the led on lots and lots of things i'm just going to keep the flash off you've got flash compensation you've got your shooting mode so you can do just a single you can do 20 frames in a row something called sequential low which is probably not 20 frames in a row self timer something called pro capture now pro capture is a 4k video shoot where you take the best one out of the 4k image so it does some capturing before and capturing after and then you go through and you pick the image you want i've not really used pro in fact, i've not not used it at all so in terms of metering we can do sort of matrix or spot metering you've got face detection and you can add accessories if you want to. So you can add a wide angle converter, a teleconverter. The accessory that I most like is the FD1, which is this ring light that goes on the front. So at the front, you've got this sort of accessory port. So you've got this ring that you can unlock and that means you can add things. So you can add teleconverters and wide angle lens converters if you want, 
or you can add things like an FD1. And an FD1 goes on the front, snaps into place and links up with your LED. And it just enables you to have a ring light. And I'll talk about where you would use that a bit later. So still scrolling through, we've got our picture styles and we've got ISO. Now what I do like about this is you've got auto ISO, which is incredibly useful. White balance again, left it on auto, AF and manual modes, and we can change the sort of the ratio of the image we get four to three 16 to nine three to two etc and probably the big selling feature for this camera is you can do raw photography so you can do raw capture so just because you are up the middle of the mountain you can take this rather than taking your dslr or your pro mirrorless camera and you can still capture raw images and then you can process them later in software like lightroom so in terms of video it does 30 50 60 120 and 4k so if i pull down on the info button on the back the led comes on and it's not really much use at the moment if i put it in microscope mode then it is incredibly useful so i'm just going to put it in microscope mode now now microscope mode, as soon as you put it into this mode, it gives you an option. You've got microscope, you've got focus stacking, focus bracketing, and you've got sort of this extreme microscope mode. So basically, if I put it in microscope mode, it goes to f2.3, but you get incredibly close focusing abilities. And you can actually put your camera right up to what you're photographing. So if I want to photograph something on the wall, I can actually put the camera up to the wall and I take a picture. The problem is, I'm not going to get any light on what I'm taking a picture of because the camera's going to block it out. That's where the FD1 ring light comes in. So you snap it on, you turn your LED on and it illuminates the subject. And it means you can get really good shots of things really close up without sort of blocking the lights out or putting it in darkness or creating a shadow. So you can easily shoot at 125th of a second in macro. So those macro modes are really good. Being able to focus stack and do focus bracketing is really good in a camera of this size. Because let's face it, when you're out and you see a bug or something interesting, you're probably not going to have your big camera with you and your macro lens and your tripod, etc. So to be able to just get a quick snap is really good. And you can do stacking to then get a really sharp image or focus bracketing so you can pick the sharpest one when you get back. The extreme microscope mode is really interesting, but it does do some digital cropping. So it's really interesting to see and you can zoom in really loads but it, it's digital crop rather than optical zooming so when you move it into movie modes again it gives you an option so it's really easy to operate this camera move it into movie mode and it's a standard 4k or high speed sync now the high speed sync is really good because it allows you to slow things down so if you're going to play your video back at 30 frames a second you record your high speed video in 120 frames per second that means you can slow it down and when you play it back in camera, it plays back at a quarter of the speed. So you do slow things down by four. 4K modes, I've not tested yet. I think in 4K, you can only go up to maybe 30 frames per second and, and that's it. And certainly you'll need a fast card for it. Just other things I can do. I've got manual focusing if, if you're sort of that way inclined and you like manual focusing. Now, one thing I do is I quite often will give my camera to my children. I have no hesitations about giving this camera to my children. Normally I do, I'm slightly hesitant and I sort of watch them and I take it back off them as soon as they're finished. I know if they drop this camera, 
it won't break. I know if they have sticky hands, and my god, children always have sticky hands for whatever reason, I can just run this under the tap. It's really not going to be the end of the world. Movies are ideal for sort of family things. Obviously, this is not a professional video camera, and you're not going to use it professionally, but you get very good movies out of it, and I, I'm yet to try 4K. Images are very good. Images are 12 megapixels, but they're good, they're sharp, they're quick to take, and it's fun to take, and you get raw capture, so you will get a much better still out of this than you would a GoPro or an equivalent action camera. And in terms of ease of use, it's so much easier than your phone. Now, most people would say, I will take my phone with me. That's what I use for my occasional snaps. That's what I'm going to take on holiday. But this not only gives you four times optical zoom, it's quicker and easier than your phone. And you're not going to lose all your app or your banking or your emails if it goes missing or if the worst happens to it. The logging feature I've not used. I'm not much of a hiker, but maybe if I were hiking, I would use the logging feature. And certainly I would be comfortable that I can take images underwater with this camera and change settings easily. Because as we talk, I'm currently changing my exposure compensation while recording this with this just in my right hand. There's no viewfinder, but the back LCD is fine. Now, when I've been shooting with this, I've been putting it in auto ISO. I've put it in aperture priority auto ISO. I've left it on F2, left it on its widest setting, and I've dropped the exposure compensation down to minus one. The reason for that is it, it always gives me a fast shutter speed. And because I'm shooting raw, I can always recover those shadows. And the images I take look really good. They don't have a lot of noise on them. And I'm able to recover the shadows really well. I, there's no loss of shadows there's no particular noise when i do that so i'm putting it in minus one auto iso and even on iso 100 on spot metering something quite dark it's one one hundredth of a second plenty fast and particularly it's a wide angle field of view so you don't need a hugely fast shutter speed but you're going to get it with this camera so this camera i think is really snappy i really like it autofocus is fast i could actually see this becoming my main camera because I, I it's big enough to shove in the pocket no one thinks it's a professional camera because it, it isn't it covers a wide variety of shooting scenarios including macro it does really good macro work i don't think it will ever be a dedicated macro lens but certainly if i can do bracketing in the camera and i can do stacking in the camera then i'm going to do that of course it links to your smartphone although i've not had a need to link it to my smartphone so i haven't and i think linking to the smartphone is is useful when if you're doing logging but again i'm not doing any of that so I'm not going to link it to my smartphone. Looking at the competition, I don't think there's much in the way of competition as well. So I really do think Olympus have cornered the market. Now, I did mention before that I got a lens cap. I bought a third party sort of adapter. So that replaces the ring and that goes in and that allows you to mount, mount a UV filter or a lens cap. And the reason I've, I've done that and I put that on is simply because I'm putting it in my pocket with my keys. Now, I know that I've bought a tough camera and I'm worried about the lens and I shouldn't be because the lens should be tough. It should be scratch resistant, etc. But I, I just don't want to take that chance because quite often I'll put things in my pocket with my keys and they'll get scratched. In fact, even my car key, which is one of those all in one um, remotes and key and has a flip out thing gets scratched by my other keys because i'm going to be putting it in and out of my pocket a lot i have and bought something to enable me to put a lens cap on and that's really not the end of the world for me and i can always take it off if i want and certainly if i was going skiing or scuba diving or hiking up a hill then i wouldn't be putting it in my pocket with my keys i'd be putting it in my jacket pocket or another pocket and i wouldn't need it so i wouldn't have to worry about getting it scratched i wouldn't and then not having a lens cap would mean i could just take it out one-handed turn it on focus get 
get my picture etc so all in all it's good they've clearly made it red so it stands out at the bottom of the sea or in snow or whatever and i i just think olympus have really nailed it with this camera and sometimes olympus do just nail it and there isn't anything that beats it i know nikon have one and i know fuji have similar camera and panasonic but from what i've seen they're not as good and i think this olympus tg5 is the class leader but do let me know what you think am i talking about something that is just just a bit outdated a tough camera if you want to support the show you can support the show via patreon and you'll be eligible for bonus content and a few other things so check me out on patreon patreon.com forward slash 160 spp thank you so much have a nice day goodbye